0: everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Tuesday, it is March 31st, it's 2020, and we're here to talk about the six-game LOL League of Legends slate for Wednesday at 2 a.m. Gonna break down these six games for the LPL and the LCK. I'm gonna talk about um, just kind of matchups overall here. Kind of give you guys a look at what we've been doing with, you know, premium content um, and just, you know talk about this stuff to help you guys out so excited to you know break down an lol slate we'll have another csgo um article up for wednesday slate as well so christian mino has absolutely been crushing it when it comes to you know everything with his projections projected ownership the data breakdowns the previews um you know when i'm not writing the lol content you know he is bringing you guys great information here the discord channel has been a great uh, place to bounce ideas off of each other. If you have any questions in discord, you can always feel good. Um, You always feel free to reach out to me, Chris, a bunch of people answering questions over there in discord, shout out to discord in general. So loving what's going on here. Rotor grinders. Um, You know, obviously it's a tough time and you know, it's nice to have a fun little sweat going on here. Appreciate everyone who, has unpaused their premium and, um, you know, it's definitely helping. So let's get into the six game LOL slate. I sent out a tweet, um, you know, just to kind of make a funny right before I got started here. I don't even know what it's at, but, um, I, I said that I was going to break down the slate on the podcast today and I said, how many names will I screw up over under 15 and a half? Um, I hope everyone, everyone chose the over. There's a good chance that, um, I mess up a lot of these names and what's funny is like, I've actually been watching a lot of these LPL and LCK um, slates. Like I'll catch the second end of like the end of them. So like, I don't really watch the first few games because I'm not up at two o'clock in the morning right now. Um, and I'm actually up a lot earlier in the morning. So I'll catch the end of these games each and every day. And then, uh, so it's been a lot of fun watching these games and stuff. So I'm still going to mess these names up. Um Sorry ahead of time. Going to do the best I can to help you guys out. So let's get started on the slate. Uh, we start with Dragon X versus Sandbox. Dragon X is eight and four. Sandbox is four and eight. Dragon X is a minus four twenty five favorite. Big favorite here. Um, this is an LCK game. You know, really quick. Biggest difference between the LCK and the LPL is LPL is a lot more of an aggressive league. Um, you know, we we see like Gen G. Esports leads the league in kills per game in the LCK at 12.8. And you can see a huge difference when you go over to the LPL where EStar leads the league with 19 kills per game. Genji, with that amount of kills per game um, wouldn't even be in the top five in the LPL. So you see a lot more bloody games in the LPL. Not saying that individual players don't um, perform well in the LCK, but i think you see a lot more upside um when you're when you're looking at the lpl for tournaments and even cash games um but lck games tend to be a little bit more technical a little bit slower paced um and then they just like kind of explode at the end it's fun to watch these lck games as well so um a lot of fun stuff going on there so Let's start. Like I said, um, you know, kind of looking at Dragon X. They're obviously the better team of the two teams here. Um, you know, Deft is is one of the better plays on the slate. Um, just overall, like he's the guy that's second in the league in average kills per game with four. Um, he's averaging twenty eight point eight percent damage uh, per game. So like he's the guy that um, obviously has a ton of upside here. Dragon X overall, you know, they really have the advantage here. Um, I, I will say, like you know, Sandbox does tend to get first blood a little bit higher than Dragon X. Uh, they're not, like I said, they're not really of an aggressive team, but they're very, very good technical team, farming team, vision team. Um, so, you know, when you're looking at Dragon X here, like I said, I think Deft is, you know, very much in play here. You know, overall, like he's one of the cheaper um ADCs on this slate um that you know should win. And this could be a two-o win, so getting those twenty extra bonus points might help. Um, you know, especially his price. He's not gonna be as you know, as bloody as some of these um LPL ADCs, but um he definitely has like double digit kill upside, double digit assist upside. He's just not likely gonna get you that like ten kill or assist bonus. Um, I do think there's an opportunity for him to put up, you know, 90 plus points here at his price. I think that's fine. Um, outside of him, you know, just kind of looking at the rest of this team, you know, the mid play Chovy here, um, Chavi one for anybody keeping track. Um, he's another guy that has like 90 plus point upside and, and, you know, He's actually kind of, you know, priced in with these other um, mid players. But I think that, you know, he's definitely someone you can look at if you want to get off of, like, Royal Never Give Ups, you know, chalkiness. Um, if you can't afford Cryon, Cryon's the best mid play on the slate. Um, e Star, we'll talk about them in a minute. But, you know, outside of those two guys, um, you know, we tend to pair – our ADCs with our support players. So if you're playing, um, deaf, don't feel, feel free to play Kara, um, as well. A lot of assists, um, a lot of assists per game, um, for him. So, you know, you can make up in kills with your ADC, um, you know, as an assist, like he's second in assists per game this season, um, behind life. So, lot of a lot of different ways uh, you could build here um but uh for me on dragon x you know those three would be my main plays <coughs> excuse me did not meet my mic fast enough um all right sorry like a coughing spell there um and like I feel like I have something like stuck in my throat. Sorry about that. Um I, I like the team spot for Dragon X as well, with as technical as the LCK is. If this game stays somewhat close, um they do have upside, or if they win both games under thirty minutes, they have upside. I think both of those things could potentially happen. But I think that uh, the team aspect here for Dragon X is very much in play. And I don't mind, you know, the jungle player or the top play here if, if you end up on those guys. Um, I don't have a problem with either one of those guys because I do think Dragon X wins here. Um, and, like, the other thing is, like, Sandbox does die a lot. So um, they don't die as much as uh, APK, but um, APK is the team to target um, because they die a ton um, in the LCK. And they're not on the slate, but there's a future gem for you there. Uh, Sandbox, Sandbox, tough matchup here. Their their lineup moves around all the time. Uh, We don't get you know starting lineups for the LCK. This is a tough team to really have interest in here. Um, You know when we're looking at it, I will say that you know if you're looking at Sandbox, if you're wanting to play Sandbox here, their top player Lonely. Averages over 25.6% damage per game. And his kill participation is actually really high at 78.4%. Punch's kill percentage is also really high. But when your kill percentage is high and you're just not getting a lot of kills or team kills per game, um, you're just not, (laughs) you just don't have that, like, upside. So I've liked the fact that, like, they've gone to punch over on fleek. On fleek really wasn't doing much. And then, like, you know they they ended up like i think they ended up subbing out last game so it's just it's tough to really trust what's going to happen here with this whole jungle situation so that's why like even for like the top position like lonely and summit like there's potential of being subbed out there so i just don't like this team overall um i don't really see a road for them winning and if they do win it's probably going to be like route and dove doing work you know outperforming um outperforming deft and chavi in the middle like that is the only way i see them winning i just don't think it happens here could it happen sure anything can happen um in these video games so for that i'll probably stay away from um You know, sandbox on this game. Like I said, I just don't really think there's a ton of upside. I do think, like when we look at projected ownership here in a little while, I do think sandbox would be really low owned. I'm interested to see um, what we have projected for Deft as well, Um, because he's a guy that, like, I really have some interest in. Moving on, we got Domus Esports against LNG Esports. Uh Domus two and seven, LNG four and five. LNG's a 358 favorite here. I do think this game is a little closer um, than you know Vegas Lions have it. The only thing that I have issues with here is like neither of these teams are really like bloody teams. Um, so uh, let's start here with Domus. Uh, they've kind of been messing around with this lineup a little bit, so you know we're gonna have to wait and see. What we get um, for a starting lineup? I'm going to check really quick to see if it's actually out already. And it does not look like it's out yet. But we we, we do usually get um, starting lineups for um, LPL. So, um, you know, Domus for me, I think they're an interesting like tournament low owned. I would expect their projected ownership to be really low owned here. I think overall LNG is the better team, but I do think that Damas has the potential to win this game in like the mid lane with <laughs> – I'm going to call him X, um, X-I-Y-E. I'm just going to call him X because I'm going to mess it up anyway. Um, and Gala – these two guys, when they play well together and they're killing and assisting on each other's kills, um, they actually have a ton of upside together. And then you throw in Mark. You get a three little man like team stack here. I'll be honest. I'm going to do whatever I can to try to fit in E-Star stacks today. I don't know if Domus is cheap enough to f- make it work. Um, I haven't like actually started to try to build teams yet. Um, but I really do think that you know if you're wanting to stack E Star on this slate, and we'll talk about them when we get there. If you're wanting to stack E Star on this slate, um, this is an interesting way to try to make that build work. Um, you know, you can get wink in there because you could probably play Gala at um the captain spot because he's a really cheap ADC, and that way you're getting exposure to Wink. Um, you know, you can play Wii. You know, there's a lot of different ways that you could kind of build this stack out. Um if you do think Domus has a chance. I think they have a chance. Do I think they'll win? I think it's kind of a coin flip type of game. Um you know, if you would have asked me a while ago, I would have said NLG wins this, but they've kind of been all over the place recently. Like they just dropped the VG. Um, they won the first game against E Star and then E Star poured it on them in the next two games. Um so You know, I think it's interesting. I I do think this spot's interesting um, for Domus. And like I said, I do think that Gala and X um, really are going to be the guys, uh, assuming that they start here, um, to kind of take advantage of this. And like I said, play Mark too. Mark has a high KP percentage. Um, Gala doesn't have a high KP percentage, but games that they win, his KP percentage goes up. He has the high damage rate here at 30.1%, X at 27.4%. This is a really interesting three-man tournament stack. Um, LNG probably a little bit safer. You know, let's talk about them on the other side of this game. Maple and um, Flandre have been fantastic. Asura. um, Like, there's a lot of different ways to stack this team. This team has a ton of upside. Um, Like in wins this team in wins um, they do get a lot of kills in these close games I think this game's actually going to be pretty close um, so definitely like the LNG side more than the Domus side I'm just saying like if you're stacking E star today because of the pricing the way it is you have to get creative and that's kind of why I was talking about Domus. Um like I like Domus more than trying to take a shot on like victory five against some um, RNG and we'll talk about that when we get up there. So. But, yeah, like, you know, for LNG here, um, I do think they have the advantage um, just overall um, when you're looking at it. So, they do have the advantage here. So, LNG, a little bit more aggressive uh, team as well. So, you know, if you're looking at LNG too, I know that – like Don the other night crushed us against VG, uh, for any of, any of you guys that played him, I think that you could definitely go back to him here. He's done really well in wins. Like he gives you the upside of like two 10 assist games. Um, so I, I do think he is someone you want to look at here. I do think he's uh, very much in play for the slate. So, you know, least favorite play is probably XX. Um, He's shown a little bit of upside in in wins, um, but like one of the top laners that actually will go out and get assists, be very involved is uh, Flandre. So like I just have more more interest in him overall here. So overall, I think LNG wins this game. I do think this game stays super competitive. I really think this game has the opportunity to go to three games. Um, I think Thomas has a chance, though. Like depending on what lineup they roll out and all that stuff, um, I do think they have a chance. Um, I really wish they would start uh, XW. I, I just, I, I know they don't start him. Um, they start XI, but man, like this guy x v is shown. Really strong upside in, in 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 the short spans that we've seen. So uh, overall, like I said, I think LNG is safer. I think LNG wins, but um, don't be shocked if if Domus upsets here. They're they're one of the few I feel like teams that could actually upset on this slate. Um, Moving on to a, a matchup that I don't think we see an upset. KC uh, upset. Uh, Rolster against Griffin. KC Rolster here, uh, 583 favorite. They're 7-5. and five. Griffin, big darn dogs here, 2-10, 2-10 uh, on the season. The second biggest uh, dog on the slate um, is Griffin, you know, looking at KT. If you read my articles on KT whenever they're on the slate, you know that I like aiming. Aiming's a beast. Um, He's one of the guys on the LCK that can just put up monster games. So really like, uh, aiming here again. Um, like I I think he is very much in play, um, you know, for cash games, this guy is just, he is a kills beast. Um, and like, this is a game they, they should kind of roll this team. So, you know, aiming's a guy that's, has the upside, and then, like, if he doesn't get that third game, like, he'll get that 20-point bonus, um, you know, his average kills. I think he's fifth or sixth in the league. Um, does a ton of damage per game. Like, if we're looking at Casey's, um, you know, damage per game, like, aiming does 35.8% of the damage per game, and he's in the kill participation in 78%. Their jungle player as well, Bono, kill percentage. Um, He's always a guy that projects really well for me, Um, you know, especially at the jungle position where, you know, jungle, we is the best play at jungle. It's not close. Like it's very simple. He's the best play and you're just trying to figure out like who you want to play. If you're not playing him, Um, I think Bono I definitely like his price. Um, he's a guy that can put up ninety plus points in this jungle position because um, he gets a ton of assists. He's very um, like they use this combo a lot. Like I've watched, I've watched some of these KT games, and it almost seems like in these KT um, games, like Kuro is used, but Bono is used as well, um, and, and like their support player, Tustin, he has upside too. this team spot has upside. Like I really like KT here. Like I think a lot of people are going to like KT on this slate and I think it's for good reason. Um, I don't think they outscore Eastar. I don't. And it's going to be impossible to build a stack together. So maybe you get creative on how you build your stack and you just kind of hope it works out. But, Um, on the Griffin side, I really don't have interest in Griffin. Like they've shown zero upside. Um, like you just look at this team, you look at like Viper, he does have a high, um, damage rates, but there's just not a lot of upside here. Um, I don't think they win, you know, in the games they've won, you know, Viper did have big games, um, you know, UCAL in, in games they won, you know, they've only won two games. In both the games that they won, he did well. I, I just don't see them winning. If you do think Griffin upsets KT Rolster, which I don't think happens, um, but if you do think they upset, I think it would come from Viper and UCAL, and I would definitely play like Irove too um, as a support play to those two guys um, in a win, but that's just because the pricing is so cheap on these guys again i still lean like Domus to get the upsets um and, and like win you a tournament more than hardly any other upset on this slate um so yeah like you know again just kind of a, a overview of this game i do think that at the end of the day we see um you know kt roll griffin here 2-0 um and you kind of just hope that KT gets kills. The only thing that like, you worry about, you know, from this game is like KT is third fewest kills per game this season, but they actually have one of the best kill to death ratios in the league. So they're gonna they're gonna definitely be efficient with their kills. Uh, but do they have the upside in a two zero win um, against a team that's last in the league in kills per game to get a bloody enough game to really pay off these prices? Um, is what you're kind of worried about here. Life today is kind of a lie. It forces us to always be on, but every now and then it's important to just stop, crack open a mountain cold Coors Light and chill. So when you choose to turn off, choose the one beer that's made to chill. Coors Light, mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Coors Light is brewed with a three-step cold process, cold lager, cold filtered, and cold packaged so it's actually made to chill. The mountains on Coors Light, cold activated bottles and cans turn blue when chilled to perfection. Born in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado in 1978, Co- Coors Light is refreshing, crisp, and only 102 calories. You know, when you when you're looking at Coors Light, you know these blue activated mountains. Um, we were out on the boat the other day, and like it amazed my wife that the mountains um, actually do not like they actually turn blue and they turn back um, when it's not cold. So, I definitely enjoy me some Coors Light. Um, You know, that's just one of the things that I like uh, so much. And, you know, when I need a moment to chill, that's why I choose Coors Light. So when you want to reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill, you have Coors Light. You can have Coors Light delivered by going to get.coorslight.com and finding local delivery options near you. Celebrate responsibly, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. We move on to the game. Um, Eastar versus Vici Gaming. Um, VG against E-Star here. E-Star, only a 316 favorite. Um, and I say only, they're nine and one. They're facing a VG team that's four and six. Um, but VG has been playing really good. Um, Really, really good here recently. Uh, They're coming off of wins against LNG, LGD. Uh, They lost to Edward Gaming, but they beat RNG. Um, They have been playing really well here recently. Again, like, I wouldn't be shocked if if VG upsets E Star here. I wouldn't be shocked um, if that happens. But, you know, ever since they've made this move um, to Forge in the mid, they've just been so much better um so i think this is actually good overall for e star um because if this game stays close e stars they're just beasts they're they're absolute beasts um like they're averaging 19 kills per game um Invictus Gaming is second with 17.2 and then FunPlus Phoenix is third with 15.7 so like you can see a massive gap here um for just how much like East are, like how aggressive they are you know how much they just go out and get things done here like if you're looking at like average kills per game, Wink leads the league. Crying is third. If you look at like average assists per game, Wee is first, and Shea C, um, their support player is second. So like they have first and third in kills per game, and they have first and second in assists per game. They're just they're they're the DFS Golden State Warriors. Um. Uh, that's not even the, the right. Like they're the, the DFS version of like whoever is playing um Golden State this year. Like it's just it's just crazy. I meant Golden State, Prime, Golden State, Curry, and you know, KD. So love Eastar here. There there's nothing bad to say about Eastar. Star. That's the thing. Like, you know, Wink is a beast, crying's a beast, um, We is the best jungle play. So like we is we is so much better than the rest of these jungle plays that he uh, like I'll I'll read I'll look at Chris Cimino's projections here um you know our our projections here at RotoGrinders Core um and just just kind of look and see like how much he is projected more than like the next highest jungle play and like. Wink and crying on these guys. They're they are beasts too. But, like, the thing that's kind of interesting here um, just overall is just how much, like, we will be projected higher at jungle, um, making him, like, the play at, <laughs> like, the play at jungle for tournaments and cash games for sure. So, uh, not easy to fit him in, but uh, definitely worth it when you are able to fit him in. So, really like we – really like crying really like wink really like the sport play like it's just there's not anything bad to say about e-star here um outside of like if you really want me to say like something bad here it's vg is a little bit better at farming but e-star is better at everything else everything else um so their goal differential per minute, all that stuff, much better. Um, I don't really love the top play, but he's another guy that, like, if you want to be different in your stacks, he's been phenomenal here recently, getting a ton of assists per game, being much more involved. Uh, they've changed it up a little bit. So this this team, Star is just so aggressive. Like, you watch these LCK games, and you're like, eh. You watch the Star game, you're like, oh, man, this team is phenomenal. Like, this team is just so much fun to watch. Um like it's just if you were playing that e-star um ig game and you stacked e-star you were just you were just loving it you were just loving it there was just so many kills and assists um in that game like i think at the end of the day um i think they had like 50 something kills total um e-star did and that was kind of at the end of the day, blowout win. Um, so, East Star, a ton of upside. Safest play. Most upside on the slate, too, in my opinion. Um, just absolutely love them. If you don't think they're going to win, if you do think that there's a potential for an upset, if you do believe in, like, this team and how they've been playing, you know, Forge, 72% kill participation, 28% damage per per game. Iboy, 29% damage per game. Um, AIX you know he's another person that has been playing really good with um forge being being there um he was he was a swap that they did as well um so all the moves that VG has made it's just gotten to the combination that's actually really good for this team overall so if you think they're going to win i boy forge and um aix would be my my favorite plays here um I think in a win, you could potentially play um, whoever starts at support, whether it be – I think it would be Hang here. Um, so if Hang starts at support, like he has 70-plus point upside at support, um, it could make your make your stack really, 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 really strong. But um don't so think I would overall game stack this game. You know, even with East Star, as bloody as they are, I still don't see game stacks working very often. Uh all right, moving on. We got uh the two best teams in the LCK taking each other on here. Um, you know, we got Gen G against T one. Like when you look at a lot of the statistics in this league, Gen G and T one are top three in almost everything. Uh so you know, outside of like first blood, I think Gen G, um, you know, with their with their aggressiveness tendencies uh for this league anyway, uh they're the team here to win this game. You know, Genji eleven and one, T one ten and two. Genji a slight favor here at one thirty-seven. Um T one actually beat Genji 2-0. Um the first time these two teams met. Um and it was actually it was Yeah, it was two zero. Um it was the only law or no, it was two to one. Sorry. I read that. Uh, wrong. So yeah, two one the first time these two teams met. Um, and like the games, the games went long—forty three minutes, thirty one minutes, thirty eight minutes. Um, but at the end of the day, in in three close games, G ended up with sixteen kills. T one ended up with twenty two for the entire game. Um, and we've seen E Star like have 22 kills in a game, single game. So again, this just talks to the upside. Um, I like some of the pricing here. I think that, you know, if you do think Genji is going to win, you think they're going to be a lot more aggressive than the first time these two teams met, which I do think is very possible. I, I think that G with their 2.15 kill to death ratio, best in the league, um, Second best is T1 at 1.54. Again, these two teams are very good, uh, very good technical teams that do um, everything right. And um, these games are going to be long. These games are going to be long. When I'm looking at Gen G here, um, like I have interest in life at support, I have interest in Ruler, um, I have interest in BDD. I think Clyde is okay. I really like the team slot for Gen.G um for tournaments, cash games I think I'd take one of the safe like um just high like DragonX um RNG, KT, one of those teams uh and, and just kind of take the win in cash games, but like G. I think in this game, like, they they have, like, 60-plus point upside in the team spot. And I think, like, T1 has 60-plus point upside in the team spot, too, like, depending on who wins this game. So, um, I don't mind the team spot here. You know, like, the question that you have to ask yourself is, like, how many times are these guys going to put up over 100 points like some of these um, LPL players are going to do? So, can it happen? Yes, um, but yeah, like when you're looking at this team, like Ruler and BDD are your KDA kill percentage or participation and your damage people. Um, these teams are so close together in everything that they do, there's not like really like a massive um advantage to either one of these teams. Like Gen G gets first blood at a much higher rate um, than T1 um but like wards cleared all that stuff is just very very um close like wards per minute all that stuff very very close dragons per game um almost identical like it's just uh, again like i I just i I just don't see a huge advantage like um I, i would pick gen g to win but I think it can go either way. I think there's a good potential to go three games. Um, you know, for T1's purposes, like, you know, Teddy leads the league in kills per game. Um, so, like, the upside for for Teddy is obviously there. Um, ruler and BDD are third and fourth in kills per game. So, like, it, the upside is, is sort of there. Um, yeah, it's just I could see this game be low scoring. I could see it being high scoring. Um, I could see it be we really close. I could see Gen G switching up the first like since the first time that they played. I don't really have like a, a massive lean here. A slight lean towards uh, Gen G, but like the upside that you're getting for the prices of some of these um, T1 players make them interesting too. Um, But, like, the first time these two teams met, like, Teddy, who is leading the league in kills per game, finished with 58 fantasy points and a 2-1 win. Is that going to happen again? Probably not. Um, Just saying they just didn't have a ton of kills between them. They played a very technical games against each other the first meeting. So, I, I worry about that happening again you know who to charge like who to choose from either one of these teams like you're looking at teddy and faker if you're looking at um t1 you know both of these supports like effort and life are both in play um it's just if this game gets technical and it doesn't get bloody like this is just a game that if you fade you're probably going to do really well i'll probably play both sides of it i'll probably fade it a bunch and play it a couple times um that's all I got for that one. This one's um, when you get two of these top teams that are not like that, you don't project it to be like super bloody. You're just like, you're just like, eh, going to kind of be careful with it. Uh, Victory 5 against Royal Never Give Up. Victory 5, worst team in the LPL, 0-9. Um, Royal Never Give Up 5-3. and 3. Royal Give Up is a 3,129 favorite here. Yes, that is not a typo. That is not a mistake. That is what they are. They are a massive favorite here. Uh, starting with Victory 5, I just don't have any interest in these guys. Um, we really don't know how they're going to perform in a win at all because they haven't won. Um, like, even if you look at like the nine games they've lost this season, I think they've only taken one, one game out of the nine matches. Um, they're going to get rolled here. I just don't really have any interest in anything from victory. five. I know they're cheap. I, I get that. And I understand that. But, um, I, I think they're just, you're just picking losing players. And what's the point of just picking losing players in my opinion? Royal never give up. They're really safe for cash games. They're kind of expensive here. Um, They should do their thing. Like, I I think Ming is one of your support players that you're looking at in cash games. Um, Should be, you know, pretty cheap here. Um, um, Betty, obviously, ADC has a ton of upside here if this game potentially stays close. My my only issue with Royal never give up for, for tournaments, for cash games... They're going to win. They're going to put up points. My only issue for Royal Never Give Up here is do they have the upside to win you a tournament? They're more aggressive. They're better at objectives. They're better at farming. They should lead from start to finish in this game against this team. How bloody are these games going to get is my biggest issue. Like, when we look at Royal Never Give Up, their bottom half um, of kills per game with 13.1 – which is still way higher than a lot of the LCK teams. Um, like again, that's a, just going back to like LCK, LPD, LPL difference. Like this is a bottom half team, and there's still more kills per game than the leading LCK team. So, Royal never give up should absolutely roll this game. Um, you know, they tend to play longer games, but I just don't think that's going to be the case in this one. Um, I, I think that we're going to see. Royal never give up, kind of roll this one. Like I said, you know, Betty, um, XU, if you're keeping track, we're probably over the fifteen and a half and a half by now. Um, their mid laner, obviously very, very strong. Lang X is, um, you know, a guy that's been very hit or miss, um, but he's been really consistent in wins. I think he has 60 to 80 point upside here. Could he go over 90? Probably um, if they go through him. The problem is they really don't have to go through anybody. If they get cocky and like start being overly aggressive, that's what we kind of want to see. Or we kind of want to see Royal never give up, get over aggressive in this game, maybe get behind a little bit, which I don't think happens. um, And just kind of keep this close enough where, we get two semi bloody games and blowouts. Um, I just worry about overall upside for these guys. I do think they're the safest plays on the slate um, outside of Eastar. Don't care who Eastar's playing; they're the safest plays on the slate every time. Um, even if they if if they burn me one time or two times, I'll still go back to well every time. So. That is the LCL or LCK and LPL breakdown for League of Legends Wednesday, 2 a.m. Slate. Um, There's a $200,000 tournament over there on DraftKings for this slate. 50K to first. We have a ton of information here on Rotogrinders each and every day for League of Legends for CSGO. Uh, So make sure you guys are checking that stuff out. Uh, Really appreciate um, everyone on freezing their premium memberships and, um, you know, kind of helping us out just like everyone else in these tough times. So, Appreciate that. We'll be back tomorrow um, talking something. I actually don't know if I'll be back tomorrow. I think we're going to switch it up a little bit and um, do something else tomorrow on the morning grind. So that's going to wrap it up. Hope everyone crushes this uh, LOL slate and um, see you next time.